They don't really take off my this this audio this episode uh, really off the charts because I'm literally I'm literally playing songs uh, you know without even caring that all right just just kind of pick up a song and play it uh, right so this is um, uh, I think I've already talked about. Uh, how I love Taylor Swift's music. Uh, why? Because the most important thing with what she does with the music is she writes them, you know? So it's pretty original. It's her writing and she she does it, you know, um, based on what she really thinks. You know, there's no problem, of course, outsourcing, uh, outsourcing your writing work, like, you know, someone else writes it and then you kind of uh, just have to, uh, someone else plays the music and then you makes the music for you and then you have to just sing it along sing along but uh she's a little different here and that's what i appreciate about uh taylor swift's music she writes it uh she writes it herself so it's pretty original it's hers you know um and that's why i understand how she was uh she she was taken back when uh that producer that uh what's his name scooter the scooter guy or the cycle guy or the uh, the motorbike guy, uh, whatever he is, whoever he is, I can't remember his name uh, correctly right now. So when he came and said, you know, that he owns the music, I know what it really feels, you know, for uh, uh, when you consider someone like Taylor Swift who's written it, you know. I have written it. I've kind of uh, uh, thought about the music and I've, 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 I've sung all those songs and then you kind of just take it away from me. You know, so uh, I really, uh, I really get where she's coming from. But at the same time, you know, um, I think she started off country. She started off uh, singing country songs uh, initially as a country singer. And uh, she just, she kind of moved on to the pop world. And now she's become a pop singer. Um, And you can actually see it, you know, you can make out that she's a country singer because the words in the song is like so slow. It's pretty, um, you know, it's very slow. It takes me time because I, I am a fast talker and I hate that about myself. Like I wish I could, you know, pace myself and kind of really speak slowly. I'm not only loud, I'm crazy fast when I talk. I can't, I can't really, you know, go that slow. So even when I'm singing the song, uh, uh, I cannot sing her song because it is so slow, like, where I go, na, 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 where you go forever and ever, and I take me uh, 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 forever and ever, like, everything is, like, so stretched and so stretchy, you know, with each and every word, I can't do that, I can't sing uh, Taylor Swift songs, at least this one, I can't do it, because it's too slow, and 
I get bored with whatever, you know, I really get bored. So even with what, if I'm talking like so slow, I really, I'll forget what I really said in the first half of a sentence, you know. So uh, that's what really uh, it is actually. Anyways, enough of that. What, what am I talking about? Like, you know, I just go on a tangent. I just go on a tangent. Okay, I'm just worried that I just play these uh, songs literally, like just kind of hook it up and like, yeah, okay, you know. I hope I don't get, I won't get sued, but I hope they don't take it down because come on, man, whatever. Right. So, um, Hey man, this is Mo Colasso and how are you guys doing? Um, and I'm serious. I seriously mean it when I ask you, man, I really, I know, you know, I keep saying, I know I keep saying that I hate this hi, how are you kind of attitude. I really hate it because it's, it's so fake. Like literally, it is so fake. Like you know, you can see people literally. Uh, uh, see, when you're really asking someone, you know, hi, how you doing, you know, kind of thing. Uh, there should be some kind of eye contact. I believe. Okay, that's when you really know uh, eye contact, or maybe. Uh, a gesture or you know whatever there should be some kind of you gotta you gotta stop you gotta kind of look at each other and greet each other wait for an answer whatever that is that is something very genuine and I'm not saying that all of them are you know all of them just do a hi how are you for the for a namesake I'm not saying that all I'm saying is if you look at Anybody asking you, hi, how are you? Everybody's just walking and asking you. You know, it's like, hi, how are you? And they've already reached their destination by the, by the time they say you in that hi, how are you kind of thing, you know? So uh, it, it's very fake. But of course, I'm not saying 100% people, all of them do it. There are some people who genuinely, you know, kind of uh, mean it when they tell you. Uh, when they ask you, uh, and yeah, there was this, uh, there was this uh, kind of, uh, you know, New Yorkers. They usually do the "How you doing?" I can't do it well. I can't, I can't do it in that accent. Like "How you doing?" So uh, there was this New Yorker who told me that when I ask you "How you doing?", I don't mean to. I don't want any response from you. You know, all I'm. It's just. It's basically a greeting. It's a greeting where I don't want to know how, how, you know, how, whether you're fine, you're well or whatever, you know, it's just a greeting. So let's leave it to that. And I like that. I like that. I like the New Yorker style. It's blunt. It's straightforward. It's a greeting and just move on kind of thing. You know, it's literal. It's a, eh, no one has a time. Yeah, come on. Hi, how are you? Or maybe do an eye contact thing. Wait, wait for the response, you know. And eye contact would really work. Not just walking halfway and then by the time you say you, you already, you know, you reached a destination like which is two miles away. No one cares really. Okay, actually, I didn't want to speak about this, but I don't know why I go into tangents, really. But yeah, so um, how are you doing? Okay. Right. So uh, just th these are a few updates that I want to talk about. Um, yeah. You know, last time I did uh, my previous episode, um, I named it uh, Turmeric Milk. And um, why? Because I was singing this high pitched, fast, a difficult song. I don't know which one was it. I can't remember now. Which song was it? It was not Rihanna. It was after that. 
and uh, I can't remember it. Wait one sec. Uh, no, I can't. I can't remember. Wait one sec. One sec. One sec. One sec. Ooh, it was a very difficult song. I can't remember it right now. Oh my god, I can't remember it. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so it was a very difficult song. My throat was actually itching. Like for two days, I I had to have turmeric milk, and uh, and it really healed. You know, I didn't use any medicines. I didn't take any medicines. Nothing. It was really really heavy because of that uh, that. Uh, that high pitch singing, which I'm not, I'm not a singer. Come on, you know. Uh, yeah. So what I wanted to say is, turmeric milk is, milk is really good. I know, I know turmeric or turmeric or whatever you call it. Turmeric is a correct uh, way of saying it, but many people say turmeric. I don't know why. But anyways, whatever you call it, English is a very funny language. You know, English is a very funny language. It just depends on how you want to say it and how you want to say it and go by it. Okay, there's no strict rules. As long as the person in front of you really understands what you're trying to uh, say, just say it the way you want to say it. Because English is a very funny language. Okay, yeah, so, uh, yeah, what I want to get it, get to is, you know, this uh, turmeric these days, like anywhere um, in the Western world, I would say, like in Europe or the United States, uh, it's a big deal, you know, people kind of, uh, I, I just go to any kind of CVS or any kind of stores, uh, which is that other store? Uh, I can't remember. Okay, any kind of store where they sell medicines or whatever, there are literally, like the other day I was just walking uh, by CVS and in CVS they have this, uh, they have turmeric capsules. So these are capsules which are filled with turmeric powder. I don't know what is it, but just turmeric capsules, you know. I don't remember the price of that entire bottle, but they're actually literally selling turmeric capsules in medical stores. And all I want to say is, and you know, they're kind of promoting these turmeric juices and, you know, uh, oh my, like, you know, it's, it's uh, what, is, what, what is the name? Kosher. It's like, you know, it's, it's something that you need to try. It's, uh, it's healthy. You live long and you live healthy and whatever, you know. Uh, it's, it's such a big deal. But I'll tell you what it is. It's nothing, okay. In the Asian cuisines, I don't know whether, I don't know whether it is used in the Southeast Asian world like China and things like that. But in India, South Asia, like in India, we can't really cook any food like we can't cook any meal without really adding turmeric like literally like there's no food that we really cook without adding turmeric powder it's a part of our masala box you know and you don't have turmeric powder you have to get it because our foods are mostly you know uh you you add it you add half a teaspoon of uh, uh whatever this uh, turmeric powder in all our foods so if anyone is really telling, and turmeric milk is really good. So if you have a bad throat, I'm saying don't take any medicines. It's like it's like the Indian grandma's uh, kind of uh, uh, therapy uh, medicine for, you know, healing any kind of wounds or open, uh, you know, if you've fallen down, there's a big uh, kind of a scratch or something. You can just apply that. Of course, I don't do that because my clothes and everything, but that they used to do, I think, in the olden days. I have no idea. But Turmeric milk is good for the throat and if you have cold, all you need to do is just take half a teaspoon of turmeric powder, put it in a cup and then add hot milk, okay, and it, stir it well 
and kind of uh, have it in such a way that, you know, while you're just uh, taking the sips, the sips hit your throat and take it like, you know, slowly inside and do it right before going to bed because and then don't have any water so that, you know, the turmeric remains in the in your the throat, whatever. And have, do it for like three days, like every three nights. And then you see the miracle, you know, literally. I mean, you just kind of, you feel like, hey, man, I've got healed, you know. So this is an Indian grandma's therapy for curing any kind of cold or any kind of congestion or any kind of throat itchiness or, you know, kind of throat problems. It really works. I'm telling you, mind-blowing. Okay, so last time, last Saturday, I think, when I recorded my episode and my throat was like, I'm giving up, man. I really drive. I couldn't, I, because of the bad singing and that, you know, uh, uh, that stretchy singing that I wanted to get to those notes correctly. I tried turmeric milk and, man... Man, 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 man. It was really good. Uh, it really worked for me. So um, so try it if uh, something, I mean, it's, it's, you're not going to lose anything. Only thing, one thing I will say is turmeric is made to look like such a godly kind of recipe. All I want to say is nothing great. Uh, you're not going to live forever if you have turmeric. You're not going to live he- healthy just by having turmeric. It's not rocket science, okay? It's just basic, uh, uh, it just kind of cures basic uh cold cough or whatever uh, i mean it it makes you feel better but it's not going to it it's not going to uh, help you it's 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 not going to help you live forever okay that's what i want to say because the way the western world really makes turmeric look like it's so kosher and it's something that you have to have otherwise you're going to die guess what even if you have turmeric like every day of your life whatever, turmeric or turmeric water or those juices that come in the market or uh, those capsules that are there at CV, at these medical stores or whatever, guess what? You're still going to die, okay? Uh, and it's not going to save you from dying. Uh, but, but whatever, uh, what I want to say is that if you have a bad cold, a bad throat, and or uh, you have cough, just this, do this, you know? little bit of turmeric, like half a teaspoon, add some nice, or add a little more, add a little more, it's not going to harm you. And then add hot milk, stir it, have it before going to bed. Oh my God, man, you feel so much better. Okay, so that that's an, up, that's what, uh, that's an update from my um, turmeric milk uh, thing that I wanted to talk about. Okay, so what's happening, guys? Um, I wanted to actually... Um, uh, do this about, uh, you know, kind of just kind of uh, talk about uh, uh, how uh, the election season is up. And there's a lot of there's a lot of talk about, you know, uh, there's, uh, of course, uh, the United, uh, in the United States, you have just two parties or whatever, but I'm not talking politics. I don't understand politics. Okay. And I don't know what's right. I don't know what's wrong. Well, what I really know is, um, there's a lot, uh, and this is, when I talk about politics, it's, or when I talk about anything, I take it up from a very global perspective, okay? I look at, look at it from a very global view. So I'm not looking at any particular country, nation, city, whatever. If I'm talking about a particular city or a country, I'll say it. Others, it's pretty global. It's about 
the world, you know, of events. So if you look at uh, if you look at the uh, elections anywhere in the world, you know, there's a lot of, of except for uh, the autocrat- autocratic regimes, which is more dictatorship or whatever. That's different. But when we're talking about the democratic processes, you know, everyone's like, you know, they keep debating over uh, capitalism. They de- debate about socialism. Then uh, there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of rallies and marches and things like that, you know, with people demanding equality for everyone. But guess what? You know, I think uh, all these three things are absolutely they don't work individually. Like you know, when we're talking about capitalism, I love capitalism. It's great. It's nice. We need it. But we, it can't it can't survive individually. Why capitalism? Because capitalism cap, capitalism helps bring innovation. Because uh, why? Because we we uh, you know there's a lot of uh, uh, the, there's a lot of private organizations you know or individuals who have a particular vision or they want to kind of have a startup company. They're free to kind of open their own organizations. How small two three. Uh, people, you know, in the organization working or whatever. So we encourage, capitalism encourages those individuals to come out and, you know, uh, uh, start their own business and become entrepreneurs or whatever, you know, which is good, which is great because that drives innovation. Capitalism makes the, uh, makes, uh, the place more competitive, so people are competing with each other, which is really good because more competition brings more creativity, brings more innovation, which is really good, you know. You really need it, you know. Um, unlike socialism. So um, then capitalism drives stock markets, capitalism drives the GDP, which is good. We need this because the more the competition between organizations uh the better are the products, the more creative they are, the more innovative they are. Like, look at the phone industry today. Apple, I believe, is one of the best, but Apple is not alone. There are many other organizations uh, that really make phones. And it's a pretty competitive business. And because of that, innovation keeps increasing. Now, from one camera, one uh, you have kind of three lens camera, you know, the wide, whatever Apple really has. So there's a lot of innovation, you know, they're going on constantly thinking. And that's why it really happens in, uh, in an environment which is capitalistic, which is good. But at the same time, capitalism can't survive individually. Uh, you need that. You need, you know, then we, we talk about the socialist world, which is more, you know, many European countries are more socialist. They talk about equality, like everyone should get the same thing. You know, uh, it is run by the straight. So you don't have a, a state You don't, by the states in uh, in the particular nation. You, you don't have, what is it called? Uh, you don't have a lot of private businesses, like, you know, people going there and starting their own businesses and, you know, thriving and creating and innovating. You don't see that so much in Europe. Why? Because, because they believe in an equal society, like everyone should be given the same thing. And it is run all the resources like healthcare, uh, education uh, is run by the state. You know, it's run by um, it's run by the government, and that's why uh, I feel uh, it's not fast paced. It's not it's not competitive. You know, um, and I've been to a few uh, places, and you can see that. You know, there's it's a very laid back atmosphere. Believe me. 
Europe is pretty laid back uh, when it comes to uh, a more capitalistic kind of environment like the United States. Even India is very capitalistic. Uh, it is it is industrialized nation, but it's a growing industrialized nation. So there's a lot of innovation and a lot of creativity. Okay, but at the same time, capitalism alone cannot survive. You cannot just be driving markets. And then what happens is there's a divide between the rich and the poor. Okay, and then uh, socialism, everybody gets the same thing. So it becomes very boring, like everybody has the same thing. It becomes less competitive and there should be competition, you know, to kind of make it uh, make it make make things more interesting. So and equality, equality is something where everyone must be given the same things to succeed, which I think is incorrect, you know. So this concept of equity is something that is really interesting and uh, I believe that, you know, everyone should go with the concept of equity rather than capitalism, rather than socialism, rather than equality. I think we should not also fight for equality because giving everyone everything is very different because each one is so different in their needs, you know. So I love this concept that I was reading actually about equity where everyone gets what they need to succeed. Like, you know, my needs are different from someone else's needs. So you need to cater to my needs to be able to, to help me succeed uh, than from someone else. You know, we are not, we are, uh, like, who was this? I think Einstein was saying that one day that, uh, 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 I don't know which, I read somewhere, like, you know, each animal, like an elephant, a giraffe, or, uh, you know, they all have different talents. So, or every human being has a different talent and they want to explore it in a different way. So you need to kind of give those resources if you want to kind of help to help everyone succeed. And I think equity is something that is really worth uh, worth talking about. And I love that concept. You know, I actually was reading about it. I don't know how boring I got uh, while, while doing this part of what I was thinking to do. But at the same time, yeah, that's what I think we should really be thinking about. And that's purely my opinion, which could be completely wrong, but I'm saying we shouldn't talk. Uh, so everyone who's kind of running for elections or, you know, kind of running for state, don't talk about capitalism. Don't talk about socialism. Don't talk about equality. Talk about equity. Maybe you'll just win the elections. <laughs> you just kind of, yeah, man, I, yeah, I'm talking about equity. The way these guys go and campaign and things like that, my God, it's, it's a lot of work, you know? It's like, uh, using those buses, going here, going there, you know, traveling the nation and things like that. Campaigning is a big task. And uh, I believe, you know, um, if one of them, at least, if the, one of them takes this idea and runs with the idea of equity, maybe they just went. For example, you know, when we're talking about, say, for instance, you know, I work, I've been in, uh, I had a lot of uh, Norwegian colleagues while I was working for one of these organizations. So um, in Norway, like Oslo was the head office. Uh, yeah, Oslo was the head office. And those guys, you know, they have the, my my colleague, my men colleagues used to get a paternity leave of like if they had a kid, a paternity leave of a year, like, you know, so the mother would take a year, the father would take a year. So they already have two years for their kids of paternity, maternity leave which was brilliant, which was like eye-catching. Now, in the same organization, but in India, you've got to follow 
uh, rules based uh, as per indian rules and in india you get 3 months of uh, i think maternity leave was 3 months uh, paid paid maternity leave uh which is good little little socialist um uh, in norway it was completely a socialist uh, place you know giving a year uh for the mother and the father irrespective of your gender you know that is equality that is socialism so india was like a uh, three months for the mother because she gave birth which is again paid leave and then the dad gets about uh gets about 15 days uh, of paid leave uh, when the child is born so that's paternity leave which is really less you know look at norway look at india how it works now if we come to the united states so if you look at india you know it's like you get paid leave but it's just for 3 months but the united states what i learned is you don't you you can get uh you can get 12 weeks of leave a mother can get 12 weeks of maternity leave but it is unpaid which is really shocking man that really shocked me and um so this is completely you know it is it is 100% capitalistic your capitalist uh, environment and i think that has to change because uh, and we uh, you know taking equity even india you know uh, that should be uh, it should be equal for the mother and the father to take equal number of days so if you're giving if you're giving a mother paid leave of 3 months which is so bad yeah it's just 3 months imagine but whatever uh, even the dad should get a paternity leave of 3 months so you have to have that equality but at the same time you know the united states needs to pay man this is really sad but whatever okay i talked a lot about it i think uh, i just go on a tangent and i just kind of yap a lot about uh nothingness anyways yeah so i was actually um you know i was watching uh jimmy fallon i think uh, the other day that's the talk show that i watch you know where jimmy fallon is like hey man love i think he's pretty cool i like the way he handles the politics situation uh in the united states it's pretty funny as compared to you know the other talk shows who really take it and drill down get so serious about the whole thing which they don't really need to do you know you don't you don't get serious about politics in a talk show you're doing comedy you know so do comedy with those politic political bits don't get all serious and deep and kind of you know uh be uh, so shocked with what's happening guess what we all are following the news we all are following the news and you know we don't want more of it uh yeah so uh so i was actually um Uh, so i was watching yeah jimmy how oh, i just forget you know it's like i find myself boring you know i i'm like i'm like saying a sentence like you know which is maybe 10 10 words long and by the time i reach the fifth word like you know i'm already i'm already bored with what with the four words that i've already spoken that's how boring i think i am you know but whatever okay so uh yeah yeah right where was where was i Uh, yeah right so i was watching jimmy fallon and uh, there was this this performer who came on stage and he says you know what uh, he was performing he was doing a uh, he was doing a bit and he says you know what my wife d- doesn't know how to talk to foreigners and then he gets uh, you know people kind of uh, uh, a kind of clapping for him and i'm like okay let me see what he says next of course it's his perspective i respect it i'm not saying he's wrong he just feels that way but i just want to give my piece of what how i interpreted because everyone interprets a particular thing they see based on where they grew up 
uh, how they lived, the environment while they lived. So I just want to give my interpretation of this particular joke. Okay, so he starts with, you know, my wife does not know how to talk to foreigners. Uh, you know, so I have to, and then he says, I have to help her to be able to, I'm just kind of paraphrasing it, okay? So he has to really help her, you know, kind of uh, speak to foreigners because uh, she just she just asks questions that, you know, they don't really understand. And then it gets to, it gets to, uh, you know, because I have worked, and he says, I have worked with foreigners and uh, I have kind of, that is why I know how to talk with them. And uh, the the you know, and then this 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 concept, this misconception that foreigners don't speak English, don't know how to speak English, and they they start they learn to speak English when they come to the United States or whichever Western countries or the United Kingdom or whatever is such bullshit. I just want to say that really loud and clear because it's absolutely bullshit. Okay. Okay, so yeah, let me talk about the bed. I haven't finished that. So he says, uh, yeah. So what he says that okay, so because uh, you know uh, they, uh, uh, so I have to really help her to be able to talk to foreigners because it's not it's not same as talking to uh, the locals. But let me just break it down to you. Guess what? You know, talking to foreigners is same as talking any local or whatever you're talking about. Yes, I did say ask a foreigner, you know. Uh, the other day I, did, I did, did say that ask a foreigner if you want an unbiased, frank, a real opinion. True, true to the statement. But guess what? The guy was saying that she does not know how to talk to foreigners and then there's a different way to talk to foreigners is such bullshit that I was like, hey, man, you know, uh, uh, you need to kind of travel the world. You need to go out and do your sets outside the United States and talk to foreigners there and see how grammatically correct in English they are than you. <laughs> Literally, I'm telling you, you know. Uh, so uh, this misconception is basically, you know, uh, by people. Like I've seen many people who have traveled the world. They've kind of traveled all around the world and they would never say something like this, you know. A person who makes such a bull, bull, sh statement is basically someone who has not traveled the world, who doesn't have a lot of friends who are foreigners, who are from, who, have, who are not born here, and that's where they make the statement. So, you know, there's this famous saying, I don't know who really said it, but it says that, um, uh, you know, it's a, it's a very famous uh, statement, you know, that, you need my friend you need to travel my friend uh, you know you need to travel the world to be able to really understand uh, so it says that the world is like a book okay the statement says the world is a book and those who do not travel read only one page okay i'll repeat it it says the world the world is a book and those who do not travel read just one page of it okay and this is so fucking true believe me uh that uh guys who make such boring statements really bother me man they bother me <laughs> okay and i'm just kind of saying it it's my interpretation of how people bother me uh but uh, yeah so um 
uh, and to be very honest uh, uh, it's not only the, it's not only the united states or the united kingdom which speaks english the whole world speaks english you just need to kind of you know learn a little geography learn a little history get that correct or travel the world and then you know kind of uh, read all the pages of the book and then make that statement otherwise you're just going to bother me okay right so uh yeah this was uh, this was on jimmy fan but of course you know uh, the guy has full right to say what he feels because that's his part of the world that he's uh, kind of you know uh talking about but that's my interpretation of that particular joke uh yeah so uh you know uh, i did mention the other day about asking a foreigner if you want to kind of since uh, you know uh, we are talking about asking a for i mean uh, we are talking about uh, the foreigner thing i did mention in my previous episode uh, which i named ask a foreigner if you have uh, if you want a kind of you know any unbiased frank opinion about your work um anything that you've done you know and someone actually took me really seriously you know last week or last two weeks he keeps asking everybody like you know the chinese um, people from australia and people from italy and people from ukraine and people from russia someone really took me seriously he keeps asking every every foreigner to kind of give give an unbiased opinion guess what when i said ask a foreigner i mean ask someone who doesn't expect anything back from you okay like you don't say that uh, if if that foreigner wants something back from you don't really ask that person it should be very unbiased so please man <laughs> don't call everybody don't call don't call every foreigner to ask for the opinion in unbiased opinion please don't do that because when i meant that i meant that you can call a foreigner if that foreigner doesn't expect a return gift from you no ROIs no return on investment that's what i mean uh yeah so uh that's what i wanted to uh, kind of you know touch upon uh i also wanted to um mm, uh, uh, yeah so uh, that's that's all i want to touch about yeah you know just kind of uh, wrapping it up uh, i want to uh, you know the other day actually i want to badly twerk i really want to learn how to twerk you know like how these guys really do you know they the shaking that ass you know uh i love those uh, i love those videos that i really watch on instagram uh, they're so tempting that you know i would not mind getting a butt uh, uh you know getting some fillers up there in my ass i mean the butt area the buttocks and uh twerking and things like that like i'm just still thinking about it i haven't given up hopes so maybe that is something uh that is something on my radar that i'm really looking at uh and uh maybe you know maybe i'll just uh kind of uh, do that uh, i mean uh you know get those uh, get those implants or whatever uh that we are talking about um but i thought it's very painful i'm not really sure because pain is something that i really can't take if if it involves you know uh going through a lot of pain to get that done uh i don't think that is something that i'll a really go through but i want to talk talk man i want to kind of i want to shake that ass you know 
And I think I look so good after doing it. Like, damn, man. And then I love the I love the way they twerk, you know, after kind of bending over, like, you know, touching your hands on the on the ground and then kind of doing it. Man, yeah, shit, God, I wish I could do that. I wish I could do that, man, really. Anyways, um, I think that's all that I wanted to really talk about. Uh, um, and uh, it was pretty boring, man. I think it was pretty boring. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. And uh, um, I was actually, uh, a few of my, you know, I was very excited about uh, one person who said, Hey, man, Merle, I kind of, uh, I kind of, I kind of listened to your podcast. I said, great man which episode the recent one the turmeric milk thing said great man so how did you like it he's he's telling me like you know uh so this is the kind of feedback i get assholes so uh so he's telling me uh i kind of and he's a friend okay i know this guy so uh he says that i said you know let me just kind of uh, tune it on uh before uh before going to bed and then uh and then he got insomnia <laughs> he kind of he couldn't he couldn't get sleep after listening to my episode that's so bad it is so shitty what a bad feedback that someone suffers from insomnia after kind of listening to my episode that really turned me off man that was so sad asshole like him you should not you should not give me such a bad feedback okay if you want to really give me a feedback give me a good one please you know don't be so rude man that's an insult by saying he suffered from insomnia after listening to me. Sad, man. This is the kind of friends that I really have. Mm. Anyways, yeah. So, uh, I uh, that's all that I wanted to talk about. And, uh, you know, I was just wondering. I hope I don't get really caught playing this uh, song. See, see, she's so slow, you know. See, like, my suspicious everybody. See, I can say that, you know, I'm highly suspicious everybody want, who sees you wants you. Like, you know, in five seconds I can say it. But she'll kind of say it so slow. She's a good singer. But, you know, she's kind of slow. See, if I have to sing it, I can't sing it. Always be this close forever and ever Okay, that's all I have for now. Um, thank you guys for really listening, whoever you are. You know, I love you. Okay, uh, thank you for listening to this. Um, and um, uh, maybe I'll try to be a little interesting next time. And if you want to give me a feedback, please, uh, you can kind of uh, you can kind of DM me maybe uh, on my Twitter. 
I'll find I'll try to find a better way once I get better better feedback than you know getting insomnia because if you tell me you're getting insomnia but after listening to me then hey man I'm not going to create any kind of contact me kind of feedback uh, uh place because I don't want to listen to that shit okay but if you have something nice to say that you kind of listen to me and kind of you know it's kind of uh, non inspiring or uninspiring or whatever it is uh you can dm me at uh m e a r l c o l a c o that's more classo uh and maybe uh that's all thank you so much you guys for listening and uh hope you get good sleep after listening to me please don't suffer from insomnia if you do suffer please don't ever listen to me because sleep is important man you got to sleep well what's it anyways thank you so much and uh, i can i can go on yapping nonsense i need to just shut up and say bye take care